What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And this is Not, Not Another, Another Damn, Damn Podcast. Podcast. Presented by Damn, Damn Selves. Episode 144. Oh, oh. Yep. <laughs> Four foes, I'm tipping. Wood grain, I'm gripping. What the hell is Mike Jones doing right now? <laughs> Got a shout out to lovely jazz creative Jayco. Hey, girl. First fitness belt that covers the entire midsection to provide 100% comfort during your workouts. I can tell this is going to be an interesting episode already. We started off with a Mike Jones line, so yeah. there you go. <laughs> I can see where this episode is going. It's going to be a lot of random shit involved. Us. It's all good because hey. I mean we started a new month. It's March now, so mm. you know I my whole thing I put out I was like two months are down now, so we getting right, time to yeah to that first goals. quarter. That first quarter is yeah. about to be up. So because quarter yeah. number two starts April first. Yeah, yeah, so you gotta look at your vision board to see like okay like. We have four things on it. Like, you gotta have at least one of them done by right. now. <laughs> we got eight things, two of them should be done, right. et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. <laughs> like, shit. Because time goes by so fast. And then we got, we got extra days. 10 day. things you should have close to three of them done. I and say, then we but, got extra day yeah. done um, in February because we had leap year. So yeah. we did get our 29 days this year. year so but... check that board and see like how many of those goals that have you checked off. Yeah. Because it's, it's real now. It's real in these streets. Mm-hmm. It's about to get real in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out a very special episode. <laughs> that announcer is ridiculously funny. Uh, where the hell was I going with this? Speaking of very special, um, <laughs> let's start with, um, I'm surprised they haven't done an episode of um, SVU, which is, I know they probably will, about this dude. Weinstein. The guilty. Weinstein. Yeah. <laughs> so SVU. Oh, and then like we can go back to we can circle back with SVU, but we can be our Harvey Weinstein right now mm-hmm. because he was found guilty. Yeah. For you guys who didn't know, because I didn't see a lot of it on my time. I saw a little bit on my timeline. I posted it in a few others, but I didn't see like nowhere near. Um, it wasn't overwhelmingly exactly. like when Cosby got found guilty, or R. Kelly's not even tried yet. Right. You see that a lot of that just free R. Kelly, free R. Kelly, all up and down my timeline. Weinstein the crickets for the most part. Right. It was just like, oh, good, they got him. It was like that. It was more so like a nonchalant kind of. It wasn't like the sense of urgency wasn't there. And shout out to Very Smart Brothers. Well, uh, they did an article uh, for the eulogy of the people who said, what about Harvey Weinstein? Yeah. It's like, it's a eulogy for you guys. And it was hilarious. Like, I love Very Smart Brothers. They are hilarious because that's all you did. That was their crutch. Mm. What about Weinstein? But it's like we've been saying this on this podcast for like probably close to a year that you could Google Harvey Weinstein and find like 40 some documentaries. They've been making about shit about <laughs> The whole Me Too movement started because of Harvey Weinstein. Yes, that's a Because he was a damn when creep. People say that it was yeah. Cosby, it wasn't. No. Kira Cosby, like, his, he, got, he had two trials. People yeah, he had that. a mistrial. The first mistrial was pre Me Too. Right. So that's why the jury was like, especially there were probably a lot of Cosby Show fans on that jury too. Right. Like, did Bill, re- did Dr. Huxtable really do this? They were probably like, <laughs> it was like, did Challenge really do yeah, it? You know, that's what they that. were looking at. Yeah, so, did um, Fat Albert really do it? He said, hey, 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 hey. He walked out. Right. And then Weinstein happened, and then that's when, like, every day it was like a new take. It's like, yeah, he grabbed my ass too. Like, it was a lot of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but as black people, we tend to pretend that never happened. But right. you thought, the Cosby um, accusers were bad. It was like every day. It was like, and it was like famous chicks coming out about wines. Yeah, because I think like, uh, yeah. was like Selma Hayek, Selma Hayek, um, um, Alyssa Anna, Milano, I think, Annabella Sharo. I can't pronounce her last. The chick that played in Jungle Fever that played um. Oh, the, the one wife, who played yeah. his wife. The, uh, the one that was a wife in um, 
Hand of Rasta Creole, right? Rasta Creole, yeah, yeah. At the, uh, which I the believe mistress. was a Weinstein movie. I want to yeah. say, don't quote me on that, but I think Hand of Rasta Creole might have been a Weinstein mm-hmm. movie. And like, it's just like every day it was some. Which Akai even said that um, he tried to produ- proposition her Lupita. Because mm-hmm. she said the way he tried to, he tried to lay it out there and tried to be like, you have to go this way. To get, and then she was like, and then the very next year I got in 12 years of slay and then I won my Oscar. Yeah. So I didn't even need you. I have to get on that Weinstein casting couch. Right. I didn't even have to do Because she said the way he was trying to proposition her. And she mm-hmm. was like, I'm not going for that. Like, no, I'm going to let my talent shine through. But it was a lot <laughs> that went on with um every day. It was like a difference. Yeah. Like, and some of them known like mm-hmm. actresses too. Yeah, did Gwen Paltrow say about like? I don't remember. I think it was because I think she okay. was with Brad Pitt at the time. Yeah. I think that she was like Brad had to like go and like try to mm-hmm. you know avenge her up there or whatever. Try to go and protect her. I mean, that was his mm-hmm. fiance at the time. But well, yeah, one count third degree rape, one count criminal sexual assault in the first degree. So first mm-hmm. degree sexual assault, third degree rape. So we'll and then see. his sentence is what March eleventh, I think, or something. Yeah, so like that. a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. Um. How much time old Weinstein's ass get? And then his ass going going like he, he fake a heart attack or not? Because like right, they was like he went, he went to the hospital. Yeah, he went to the hospital because he knows the walls are closing in on him. Like, did you really have a heart attack? Right, <laughs> and that's my thing. Like I'm not trying to say that you don't have health because like even when he was going the to the Walker court, thing he was came out Walker, of nowhere, and it's like. We didn't see the Walker shit until the trial. Now you looking like all oh, <laughs> decrepit and all sympathetic, and it's like come on now. It's like, like when you were raping I, these women, you wasn't doing it. Before. Right. When you were being a rapist, you wasn't uh, helpless and defenseless. But now you want to get the sympathy. Mm-hmm. But um, my thing is, like, give him the sense that he deserves and everything. Have him to serve his terms out. Have him do that. And, you know, obviously his name is Mud. He's never going to work ever again in Hollywood, oh, obviously. <laughs> obviously, he's finished. His career is over, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but you people talk about what about Weinstein? There you go. Mm. Black we say, like, Hotep's didn't. Like, they were talking I didn't see a lot. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and then the other one where they were talking about the civil trial, where they was like, see, he's found not guilty. That was the civil trial. Yeah, that's criminal trial still very active. <laughs> kept saying, Come on. <laughs> we even said in the article, like. Exactly. Weinstein said, I was like, you, first of all, you can't settle, like, in a, a criminal. criminal case. Yeah, you can um take a lesser charge, right. but he pled not guilty. Right, yeah. you could take a plea You don't deal. settle. That's civil. Like, that right. means it's, um that you came to a dollar amount with mm-hmm. the accuser. That's what Translation, that yeah. a lot of times when people, when they know that somebody is not going to get the criminal trial, they're like, okay, like, yeah, I killed your person or I did this, but I'm going to pay you this money for you to forget about it. Mm. And that happens. Unfortunately, that's our judicial system. Yeah. That sucks, but, you know, it is what it is. Well, speaking of the whole tips and the whole Cosby thing and um, talking about, well, what about Weinstein? What about Weinstein? Guess who came to Weinstein's defense? Oh. Cosby's publicist released a statement about this. <laughs> so it shows you whose side Cosby is on. <laughs> His publicist released the following say, Yeah, it's not shocking because these jurors were not sequestered, which gave them access to media coverage and the sentiments of public opinion. This is from Bill Cosby's Instagram I'm looking at right now. There's no way you would have there's no way you would have anyone believe that Mr. Weinstein was gonna receive a fair and impartial trial. Also the judge said that he wanted a conviction by sending the jurors back to deliberate after they were hung on many of the counts. So <laughs> he said that's what he said. <laughs> so here's the question that should haunt Americans, especially the wealthy and famous men. Where do we go in this country to find fairness and impartiality in the jury system, in the judicial system, I say? Where do we go in this country to find due process? 
Lastly, like this is the funny part. Well, not funny, but this is like the one that made me like, okay, <laughs> you're gonna play that card. Lastly, if um the Me Too movement isn't just about Becky, aka white women, I would challenge the Me Too and ask them to go back four hundred plus years and tarnish the oh. names of those oppressors and rape slaves. Oh my gosh. No, don't even no <laughs> put the race card no. to defend Harvey fucking Weinstein. No, come, no. On. <laughs> come on. Come on, no. Do that. Uh-uh. <laughs> No. He wrapped it up saying, this is a very sad day in the American judicial system. That's some Bill Cosby's publicist. How about don't be a damn creep? Like, as a woman, and every woman can say this, and this is so sad. Every woman can say, when were you Me Too'd? Every woman can name a Me Too moment. Absolutely. Every woman. And the Me Too is as simple as this. You're on a crowded train or a crowded bus. A guy goes past you and touches your ass or rubs his dick against your ass. Excuse me. (laughs) In a club. I've had a guy like... Grab my booty in the club. Even some borderline me too is like you wearing them pants like somebody. Hey, like, like that. That's like very questionable. When somebody like try like questionable. Somebody try like do the side mouth kiss to you. It's mm-hmm. like no. Keep your lips. Keep your hands. Keep everything to yourself. Mm-hmm. But every woman has had to deal with that at some point where a guy crossed the line, crossed mm-hmm. the line that made you uncomfortable. And it's sad that every woman has been made to feel uncomfortable. Has had unwanted advances so, made at so them. Let's not act that Cosby and Weinstein right. are opposite sides. No, they two different sides of the same of the coin. very same coin. Exactly, not different coins. Right. <laughs> He's one hundred percent with Weinstein. And then that's <laughs> so, just disheartening. <laughs> like for you to put that out during Black History Month about the slavery yeah, thing. I like back and look at the slavery. Come on like, now. Well, all those guys are dead, so fuck them first. Right, of they're all. dead and in hell. First mm-hmm. of all, and then secondly, it's like that's a whole another issue that. We still have well, to talk work about towards. it. Let's talk about That's it. That's a whole nother issue. Let's talk about it. This is for the hoteps right here. Go ahead. It was like, yeah, well, what about all of the um the black um, victims? Yeah, well, let's talk about them. R. Kelly, I'm looking at you. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> Most of his uh, victims were brown or black You say young that, girls. You, you silenced the hoteps. If I exactly. Say they wouldn't have a comeback. And they you were. You want to go after a black predator? What about R. Kelly? And they were uh, girls. A lot, well. <laughs> a lot of these were girls who could not consent. I don't care how much you try to be like, she has the body of a grown woman. She acts older than her. If a child is 14, a child is 14. And a child of 14 cannot consent to sex with a grown man. And I'm just saying. A child cannot consent to sex. They cannot. You want to go after black oppressors. What about his ass? Yes. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Military silence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guaranteed Not I, I wouldn't get a satisfactory answer if I mentioned it. Well, well let's go after a black, black, well, let's play praise on young black women. What mm-hmm. about R. Kelly? Well. <laughs> and then the people try to go after this one guy or wherever, and then they were all over this guy. Um, I forgot his name now, but he was allegedly some DJ, and I think that he's a white guy, and I believe that he's HIV positive, and it was like he was intentionally having sex with yeah i forgot his name but they were like he was intentionally having sex with black girls because he was trying to infect them with hiv and i'm like that's wild as hell but if i said that was his intent Mm. if he was like out there just trying to spread the disease and do that that's really reckless like i mean if if that guy was doing that then he's a piece of shit and should never see the light of day he should never (laughs) see the light of day because if you're HIV positive, you have to disclose that to your future partners. You have to disclose that information. You cannot yeah. not tell somebody that you're not HIV. That, oh, I, well, I, I'm not going to disclose that. No, you can't. You got to tell people that you're HIV positive. Mm-hmm. You can't hide that type of information. But people were going in about him and everything. And it's like, yeah, he's a piece of shit. But R. Kelly been preying on these young girls since 
I was in since I was a young girl. <laughs> no plan to you know what I mean. Like some of these girls are like my age and older. Yeah, some of these girls are my age group. So it's been going on a while. Sad day in the judicial system. That's what Cosby's publicist said. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I just. I just don't no, have it was words a good for day. That. You got a shithead off the street. Right. That's One less creep. <laughs> I know. And let's make it more, you know, like how many times have we seen this um, where it was just done as like a tongue in cheek? It was just done like kind of funny. Like if somebody is a secretary for a guy, it's like the guy is like grabbing on his secretary. Or it played it for laughs back Might on be having an affair. Right. <laughs> how the guy will like me to his secretary and it was played for laughs. Right. Like, like oh he's just a friend hell he's just oh you're hot you know it's like but what does being hot have to do with anything so if you're hot then that means that you deserve to be disrespected by a guy if you're hot well that's not cool i mean it's like they they played a lot of stuff for laughs so i mean we want the shift to happen where you know we are getting that respect we are treating people you know not like their property and not like their pieces of meat rather that they are a person and I wanted to start the podcast off with that first, because like I said, there's been a lot of silence about this wine thing. So I said, so we're going to talk about, about that Harvey shit first. <laughs> so mm-hmm. the first thing you'll hear is that after Mike Jones. Like, yeah, <laughs> first thing is going to say this. <laughs> That's what I wanted what to do. What about wine But uh, we brought SVU a little bit ago. Uh, so SVU, they did uh, renew for another three, three seasons. seasons so, along with um, the three Chicago Dick Yeah, Wolf the shows. Chicago Fire, shows. Fire, PD, and Med all got three yeah, more so seasons. Yeah, so I'm like, wow. So, Dick Wolf shows are winning. Mm-hmm. Justice didn't win because they didn't cast me. Uh, <laughs> so that would be, what, season 24 at the end of the SVU? I'm yeah, at say. the end of um, this current contract. That would be I think 24. 24. I think yeah, so. Something like that. So that's... They that's, already got the record because like, the record was... It, it been broken because like it, Gunsmoke had it, mm-hmm. then the original law and passed that. Now they've already passed them because they mm-hmm. already in the 21st season. It was yeah. 20 seasons before that. And I remember First, that was Gunsmoke, uh, then original law. That that was a big one because uh, S. Epitha Murkison, her being the, the longest, lead and the longest reigning female, right? Minority, minority, black minority female, in history, yeah. yeah the, so that was really she played that same character groundbreaking. for like close to two decades. Yeah, that was so groundbreaking. She, she wasn't there that. at the beginning, but she's like close to two decades. She played mm-hmm. the same character. Yeah. Which was groundbreaking. Yeah. yeah. And like having Mariska Hargitay, another now she's been woman. she's playing the same character yeah. for it'd be 24 seasons now. So that's dope. Like seeing that, you know, mm-hmm. you know, the representation, it does matter when Shout you see that. Ice-T, he's been on there. Yeah, I see like, been on there. Since season like, two, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like <laughs> 2000, 2001, he yeah, came. Yeah, he came the second season. Yeah, so, so he's been on about 20 it'll be years. 23 seasons after the end of this. Yeah, him. so he's holding it down. Mm-hmm. 2-2-0, the fan. Would have thought Ice T's bike <laughs> would most be remembered as playing a cop. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who made a song called Cop, cop Killer, Killer back in the 90s, so his most famous well, role would be a cop. We come full circle sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he got his first real thing when he was in New Jack City. Yeah, he, he played, showed um, his... a New Jack cop, him and yeah. um, with Judd Nelson. Judd. I forgot about him. <laughs> yeah. Bender from um, yeah, Breakfast Band Club. Yeah. yeah. They were the, um, the cops that took down Nino Brown. Yeah, it was Judd Nelson. I, feel, I was trying mm-hmm. to remember who it was. I'm sure it was Judd Nelson. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, though, that's what's up mm. with the SVU getting Speaking there. Speaking of cops, we want to talk seasons. about this douchebag officer, Dennis Turner. Who is that? Uh, let me tell you. I'm going to oh, get gosh. the story for you right now. What a fucking douchebag. A piece of crap. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You said Dennis Turner. Officer Dennis Turner from Orlando. 
Is he even still an officer at this Former point? Former officer. Okay, that's what I'm going to say. Is he even still an officer? Because a lot of time with these officers, you know, it's like, and I hope he's not on administrative leave. I hope not, because depending on what he did, because you, yeah, you sound really... Yeah, names. You sound really... Uh, Former <laughs> officer Dennis okay. Turner. Now, you got a young daughter, Ariana. She's about to turn five. Like Yes, in a couple weeks. This dude arrested and handcuffed. A little six-year-old girl. That was I. I didn't know the officer's name, but um, I, 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 I remember I that story. <laughs> I remember that story about yes. the young girl, a six-year-old child, mm-hmm. being handcuffed. Think about it. It's like this kid is like Ariana's age, and she's crying, and like then we cuffs her, and like this dude is like just. First of all, there's no no heartless. Yeah. First of all, heartless. you're a man, and if you're an officer, you're probably about two hundred pounds. Most grown men, if you're an officer or wherever, you're probably around 200 pounds. So a child that size is maybe about 50 mm-hmm. pounds, a six-year-old. Mm-hmm. So your 200-pound frame just handcuffing this six-year-old yeah. little girl. And imagine like, being that young. Like That girl's going to be traumatized She's for gonna life. She's going to be traumatized She's going to remember that the rest of her life. She might need counseling and all that. It's like, yeah, PTSD, yeah. all of yeah. that, yeah. So... I just pray that my family stays safe because I just it just won't end well on our end if something happens with our children. It, it won't end well for the other person on. I'm just our reading end. the whole thing. He did put the, the zip ties, but still, it's like handcuffs, like to a kid. It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah, because they were like, saying she was having handcuffs. a tantrum, or but it's she like, was like you don't want those on my like she was crying, you yeah. know, like you got a kid about that age. It's like your yeah. daughter is around the same age as this girl, and she was crying like I don't want to be cuffed. No, like she was like, yeah. Dude, just heartless. And then kind of bragged about the shit afterwards. Yeah. Right, because I saw that. I was like, who does that, though? It's like, you don't... He's like, yeah, that's my, I've made, I made 6,000 arrests now. Like, he was kind of, like, cocky about it. <laughs> well, I hope that he's in jam pop and getting popped in the face for doing that for that little baby. Mm. They need to arrest his ass mm. and take him out. And I hope that he's not on administrative leave, because, like, that's bullshit. Not fired him. Yeah, that's bullshit when they do mm. the administrative leave. That's bull. Mm. But um, these people with their whole, I mean, my thing is, why do you need to call the cops for a story? Like, stop calling the police on black people. Exactly. Like, I'm not being funny, but it, it, usually it doesn't end well for us. Stop mm. calling. The, if it's something that can be resolved in-house, resolve that shit in-house. You're a school. You, I'm sure you have school security guards. Most schools have a security guard on site. You have to... First of all, you have a principal. You have an assistant principal. The assistant principal is usually the dis- the uh, disciplinarian. Mm. You have that. Then you have um, a security or something. You have somebody on site. Um, if she had behavioral issues, because that's what it sounds like they were trying to allude to that she had some type of behavioral stuff. That's what it sounds like they were mm. trying to say. So if she had like that, then so you have guidance. You have paraprofessionals. Like you have people on site. That can handle that. I remember being psychologists in school when we were there. Like, right? That, yeah. You have you have resources on site where you don't have to call a police officer to come out. Mm-hmm. Like the only time a police officer, if it's like an extreme thing, like if it's like a gang activity happening, or if it's something like that, where or it's like brings a gun. A gun. Okay, like yeah. That, if it's something that's like, like that. a real a real threat, but it's like. You won't sit down in class and be quiet. That's not a reason you call the police. You had a tantrum. That's not a reason you call the police. You don't do that. Like if a real weapon is like, you know, like if, um, like you said, a gun 
or like wielding a knife, you know, like something like that, like mm-hmm. a real threat that's happening, but not something that's. Mm-mm. For me, it's like a child so young. That's that's just really heartbreaking. So I mean, the parents are probably going to have a hefty lawsuit. Oh, absolutely, have- yeah. The police department, and I'd probably sue the school too. Yeah, the school both. district, yeah, yeah and both. the police yeah. department. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the school district, you guys are the ones who called them. You failed um, the child as well, too. Like, mm-hmm. not just that cop. Yeah, because, like, why, how'd the cop get there? How'd the cop get there? Y'all brought him there. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, speaking of failed. <laughs> Talk to me. Back that ass up, really? <laughs> back, back that ass up. So, the... Well, he's out of the race now. The former presidential candidate. Tom Steyer, right? Steyer, yeah. He was, um, until he backed that ass up. And then, like, after backing that ass up, he was, um, he dropped that he ass out. He backed his ass out, right. Backed his ass out. He there did. Go, yeah. So I saw that video come in my timeline on the last day of February. And they was like, Tom Steyer. All I kept seeing people saying, I'm glad Black History Month is over now. What a, way, I, what a way to end it. And that's what I said. I was like, <laughs> we are not going to end. I, I was like, we are not going to end uh, Black History Month with this tomfoolery. Mm-hmm. We're not. I mean, who does that? Like, he was actually on stage dancing with Juvenile to back that thing up. Now, first of all, back that thing up. I consider that's my anthem. Cash money record. That's my anthem. For the 9 9 and the 2000. Because that was popping when I graduated high school. So that's. You know, I take that song personally. Yes, that's he's my taking over from what a one nine into the twenty twenty. That's what he thought. he said. He's gonna do it twenty years later. <laughs> Just no. And then he was dead, and I'm like, juvenile. Why are you up there with no? All money ain't good. No. Sometimes you just have to just say, I'm gonna sit this one out. Like I know that yeah, you want. Like, yeah, I'm good, bro. I'm good, bro. <laughs> Like if you had if you had on Spotify and was playing, that's one thing. But you actually had Juvenile on stage doing that with you. Cause you're working with some magic. Like Juvenile was on there like doing that, and he was trying to hit the. I don't know what it was. He was trying to now. hit. Yeah, he was trying to hit the move, and he was like, well, Tom Steyer taking over for the one nine in the twenty twenty. Oh, you looking at that? And I said with the speaker voice. <laughs> Stop pandering to black people. This is what I talk about. I've been talking about this for a while. You saw Bernie Sanders got public enemy. Yeah, to fight the power. No. <laughs> and Bernie, I expected more from Bernie. Like, you know, I put Bernie at a different level than the other people. You know what I mean? Because Bernie, Bernie. Bernie with Chuck and Flav, I don't know about that. Yeah, I, I, yeah I'm not feeling that. Like, I don't know about that. Bro. I'm not feeling that. Because for the most part, Bernie has like steered clear of the nonsense. The <laughs> and then like when he did that, because Bernie just seems like he's for everybody. Bernie just seems like he's about the people. He, he just seems like he's across the board. Now he's like, yo, President, President Bush, your time is up. Like the clock of Flav. <laughs> I just, I just couldn't. I, I'm just looking. I'm like, this is. Chuck D said Biden was a hero to most, but he never mentioned me. <laughs> Motherfucking man, Donald Trump. <laughs> the remake of Let's do it thirty years ago, nineteen eighty nine. So one of them did one nine in the two thousand twenty nine nine in two thousand. Other one did eighty nine to ninety. <laughs> I can't. Like, it's just the pandering has to stop. 
Like, black people, we're more than rap. We're more than basketball. I'm waiting for... Why not have LeBron James just 360 dunk somebody? Hell, Elizabeth Warren, you get in on this. Have LeBron 360 dunk. Why not? Let's go all the way. If we want to be mad niggerish, let's go all the way in. Let's just do it all the way out. Let's offer everybody free chicken sandwiches from Popeyes. Let's do hey. that. <laughs> if you're going to do, if you're going to pander, just go all the way with it. Go all the way left with Let's it. Offer greens, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, ham, ham, turkey, ham, Like, Let's do that. <laughs> let's offer everybody Escalades. Let's do that. Like, you know, ah, let's with, just go all the way. Rams. Right with Chris Rams. Rock. Right, they have spinning. Chris, have Chris Rock be campaigning? <laughs> yeah, they spinning. <laughs> we spinning all the way to the White House. <laughs> And then put Tiffany Hatchet. Cool put Tiffany Hatchet that said, "We ready, we ready." Riding shotgun. Let's go. Yeah, let's, let's just, go all the way with it. Let's go all the way with it. Let's just go all the way far, far with it. If we going to go there, let's just pull out everything. This is good shit. <laughs> I mean, I just get so overworked by the whole. You know, like we're more than basketball. We're more than rap. We're more than dancing. We're more than DJing. We're more mm. than um, what else? Cooking, like you know, we mm-hmm. we have so much more to offer more than, than just <laughs> than just the stereotypes that are placed on us. And while some like, more than singing, like, you know, what I mean, we're mm-hmm. more than certain things. It's like while some stereotypes are true about us, like we do have rhythm. I'm sorry, no shade, black people. We just and have we have natural rhythm, cool. right? We do I have natural it. swag. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not being funny, but let's do more than that. But the funny thing is, people is like. White people out here doing like the white version of cooning. <laughs> that is some white cooning. So, there. what is a white cooning? I've come up with it. I say rabbiting because it's like you just want to hop on the next trend. You're just hopping onto everything. You just hop, hop, hop. Whatever goes, you just hop on it. You hop on it. That's what I'm saying. They're doing it's bad as Hillary Clinton saying with the hot, hot sauce, sauce in the bag. In the breakfast club. <laughs> Just, what's the so, so that's a random thing. The, like somebody has asked you, yeah, what's the only thing you always carry in your purse? You're not gonna say hot sauce. No. That's like one <laughs> out of everything. Is what I say. I say my cell phone. Yeah, it's not random. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, well, I got hot sauce. It's like uh, depending on what per what days you catch me, I might have some stuff for like my kids because I got kids, so I might have like a little first aid thing in my purse because you know kids get hurt. So said hot sauce. <laughs> like I don't carry hot sauce in my bag. Hillary Clinton does. Because when Beyonce record was on, I got hot sauce sauce in my bag. Swag. When that, yeah. So that's what. I was ready for Hillary to do the. Mm. And I guess she could say, "Bill, when he fucks me good, he takes me to Red Lobster." (laughs) No. (laughs) I was waiting for that. Next, you might just go all the way with it. Go all in. Yeah. I'm waiting to see somebody in some cornrows now. Saw Joe Biden's ass one in um, South Carolina. So. Oh, he a, did. A much needed win for yeah. his ass. <laughs> I think he'd have been over with all. He'd have been backing that ass out too. Like if, uh, <laughs> he didn't win this one, because like dude been like his campaign been tanking. He's been, str- <laughs> he been struggling. He's been taking worse than the Bulls right now. Who He's uh, been struggling. <laughs> who who are now like twenty and forty? They lost twice as many as they won. So they. He's the what you would call it. Uh, Biden looked like the uh, you know the struggle plates that you see on Facebook. Yeah. He was like had the struggle plates. <laughs> and then, like, dude, one, I was like, okay, so they much needed shot in so the arm it, with it his campaign. some life back into him. <laughs> but, uh, which McCart, uh, he's another one that needs to go Bloomberg. He's getting on my nerves. I'm done with Bloomberg. Like, all his. I don't co- even want to watch YouTube anymore because every time a Bloomberg ad pops up. But he got the money to pay for it. Exactly, so. yeah. He's a billionaire. Because, so like, his commercials. Well, like, self financed. <laughs> like, I've heard. You don't his have to raise campaign money. He just pays his own. Right. He just uh, takes. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll just take. 
I just want, I just won't buy another yacht today. <laughs> it's like that. I won't buy another jet today. He just takes away from his jet money. The jet's idling. Right. <laughs> his yacht money. <laughs> oh, I, I can't buy that island down there now, so I'll just take my island I'll buy money. buy that one next year. Yeah. Right. That's just what he's doing right now. But um, the one commercial that was playing on the radio, it's like he said the word black like five times. Like you could count like the number of times he talked about black. I heard that commercial. And then with black people, and then with black, it's like, okay. Yes, it is. You know, I heard that commercial because oh, yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. it on my station. It played on your station. That's why I said that. Yeah, because like I was listening. Like, you started hard, making fun of those ads. And I'm like, I wonder if you, I can do that. Like, why are you guys like, pop up like this? real? I'm going to start making fun of it. <laughs> until somebody tells me not to. <laughs> PD says, like, don't talk shit about the Bloomberg ads. <laughs> I'm like, really, dude? Because that's just ridiculous the way he said black like four or five times. Yeah. Because if I was born black, then I wouldn't have the same opportunity. And it's like, and it's a yes and a no. It's like not every black person was born in the ghetto. Like, let's stop that there, white people. Every black, like, we weren't born in the ghetto. We weren't, and we're clearly black. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, yes, it's a, it's a yes and no. It's like, because of institutional racism, it is certain things that did set us back where we didn't have the same opportunities from Absolutely. our past that are still affecting us for our present and possibly in our future. But just making it be like, oh, well, every black person is underprivileged and is poor and this and that, and that's why... You're like me. I'll cut you a check. No, every black person isn't <laughs> underprivileged and poor and was born in the ghetto. That's just not true. It's like now some of us may have may not have had the same opportunity to advance like how some of y'all of the different persuasion as us, mm-hmm. then yes, that part is true. Red Lion played a factor in some things. Absolutely. That's a real thing. Um, Not being able to apply for certain jobs because like our mom has told us many stories about the counters like at Walgreens because Walgreens served food back in the day. And she yeah, said, Walgreens and Woolworths. And Woolworths. Uh, they wouldn't, um, y'all probably don't even know what the Woolworths is. <laughs> <laughs> so she was like, when she would go downtown with her mom, and then it would be like the ad in the paper would say uh, white only to apply for like the cashier. Mm-hmm. And the black people would be in the cooks, back yeah. cooking Work or the washing kitchen, the yeah. dishes or doing like Work that. The kitchen, yeah. Right. But the white people all would be. Front, though, all, all, it's all white. It's all right. Because it's, it's all, all white. white. Like, no, front, we don't want to see your black ass in the front. You take your ass in the back. Mm-hmm. And our mom told us this story. So mm-hmm. not our grandmother, not our great grand. Our mom told us. So this is just one generation from. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys saying that it was so long ago. Who has a birthday coming up? So yes. happy early birthday happy to mom. Happy early birthday, mama. Right <laughs> diamonds forever. Mm. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. Anymore. I say diamonds forever. <laughs> but um, no, though, it's it's like when he kept on talking about the black and this and then I'm like, and he's like, yes, and the systematic racism. And I'm like, oh, like stop and frisk. <laughs> That's the first thing I did. Yeah. You talk about that systematic racism. And I'm like. <laughs> it's funny. You were doubling down on the stop and frisk. He decided to run for president. Right. Now all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, I was wrong. Like, no shit. <laughs> really? You, you were wrong. You just now figuring that out. Now that you're running for president. <laughs> Idiot. Now you want to apologize. <laughs> After he jumped ship, because mm-hmm. he was a Republican, yeah, candidate. Republican mayor of um of New York, and now you're a Democrat. Mm-hmm. 
mysteriously. <laughs> but yeah, none of these candidates are perfect, man. I don't know. This, this Democratic Party is a clown show. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what the hell is going on. I thought 2020 was going to get better vision, but I, this, this is more cloud than ever. This is vision. This shit is I'm, terrible. It's starting to look like Trump ain't going nowhere. I mean, like, the more I look at this clown yeah. show, man. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't get him. Well, he got impeached, but he wasn't removed. Mm-hmm. So at least that stain is there. He did get impeached in his first term, so... So that's still, if you can't beat a guy that just got impeached, you suck. So, like, I'm really, you know, whoever gets the nomination, if you don't beat Trump, you're getting roasted. Yeah, you suck. If you can't beat a guy that just got impeached, you suck. You need to just retire forever from politics. Like, if you can't beat out somebody who, um, who like, uh, at your job, who, like, got busted for, like, drugs or, like, stealing, and then you can't, you, like, come on, you gotta, we gotta do better as a people, just period. Shift gears, talk about Dion Cole. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> so. His NAA. First, congratulations for Dion Cole. He won um, on Blackish NAACP award. Yes. But that's not what we're talking about. We already talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. We're talking about his um his fashion choice. Yes. And what the internet went wild about his fashion yes. choice. He broke the internet, but not yes. in a good way. With this picture in particular. Yes, because <laughs> he had on uh, bell bottom um, pants. A velvet suit, a velvet, yeah, velvet bell bottom suit. And I mean, I didn't think really much of it. I just saw, I just, I didn't think anything. Right, of it I didn't think much of it because I don't. First of all, I don't judge other men's fashions. Like it's not my thing. My it's thing like, is a lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot of stuff that's been that's being worn on a red carpet is red carpet still. Like you would never wear it in real life. Like you're mm-hmm. not gonna go to Walmart and nothing like that. Like you wear like over the top. Eccentric. I mean, we've seen some of these galas, like where it's like the poofy and it's like yeah. the way the outfit looks I mean, is really over the top. So J Lo with her titty out, you, she wasn't gonna wear that in real life. Oh, the Versace, yeah, the titties out, yeah, yeah. Well, Kim had her whole titty out, yeah, yeah, and Pacey over her, like they would wear that in real life, yeah. Did Diana Ross read Me Too a little, Kim? Ladies, we got to keep our hands to ourselves, too. Ladies, we can't just go out and reach out and touch people. It would have been very gordy. It would have been a whole nother story. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> you creep. No, but like I said, I didn't think anything of it. Like, I just was like, oh, okay. But then the internet, they was like, yeah, and where's he dude, went? Dude, gay as hell. And then man. people started saying that he was gay. And it's like, wait, what? What just happened? Like, you know, I was confused when people were saying that Dion Cole was gay. I call up my guy Jamal because he, like, went hard. <laughs> <laughs> not name names. You posted it on your um, Facebook so I can I can uh, right. talk about it. It's public it's, record. It's out there. So, yeah. So, I'm, I'll talk about it. Now yeah. I can't find it. Here we go. Once you post it, it's public. Mm-hmm. Until you delete it, but then if someone screenshot, then you still mm-hmm. <laughs> you still be a hot wire years later. What a lot of people um were saying, especially the women, let's be honest, but they were saying like, "Well, back in the seventies, cats wore bell bottoms. Like, what's the big deal?" Right. He was saying like, "No, nah, that dude gay." It's like he right, just kept like, he just kept doubling down on like, well, he's an he's a cat in his forties, he's an older cat, so you know he, so he kept doubling. If down you're older, then I'm sure in the eighties you wore some tight jeans. I was just about to say that with um broken glass he's, he's everywhere. One, he's one of these cats that um that looks out and says that that they trying to sissify uh, the current generation with like the way of the fashions all yeah trying to emasculate our men. I was like, come on, we grew up in the eighties, right? Prince, Boy George, 
Well, I just said it. Grandmaster Broken Fashion. Broken glass. Everywhere. Those pants were tight in that video. Jeans and thigh high boots. Like, yeah. we grew up with that. Give it to me, baby. <laughs> he had cornrows like mine. He had cornrows with beads on the bottom and he had on. And thigh high. Thigh high. With, with leggings. With leggings. Yeah. <laughs> but nobody said he was gay. Just saying, like, if, like, if we came, if we turned out okay watching that shit. Like, I don't see, like, how we, what we, in living color, Blaine and Antoine, men on Exactly. Films. We grew up watching that shit. And that didn't make me want to be gay I watching that. Yeah. Hated it. Yeah. So what's the difference between like cast dress like what what Westbrook wears now, but then versus what Rick James and Prince were wearing then? Because like, Prince wore those shirts and the blouses. He and wore blouses. His, and he had his ass out. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, well, he is. Come on, this dude. <laughs> he didn't turn around. What was that yeah. like the American Music Awards or something? Yeah, was some awards? Had his ass out. We was like, what was that? We turned around, and we saw ass. We was like, wait, did he, did he just have his ass out? <laughs> On the Dirty Minds album, come he had on like um on a, a G string like no pants on. Yeah, his neck when he was like yeah. that. Sorry, he was like that. Yeah, so he took an album cover totally naked. Yeah, yeah covering with the flowers himself. Flowers yeah. he was covering himself. That's the yeah. um, love sexy album. Yeah, <laughs> he's totally naked. See, we're oh, we remember that. that. I know all the little <laughs> Prince albums. But yeah, chest covering. It's like, <laughs> but none of that shit made me want to made me attracted to men. I'm just saying, right. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but a lot of that stuff, like you said, if you look at all that, like Earth, Wind, and Fire, and the Ohio Brothers, Ohio all. Players, like, um, all them, as they call, as you say, all of them dressed kind of um, spicy, as you would say. Yeah. Because <laughs> they had like the zesty, that's the word I'm looking zesty. for. Zesty, they had they like, dressed a little zesty, all the They had guys. the, uh, like the unitards, and they wore yeah. stuff like that. African Bombada, like all those early hip hop. Yeah, like the, the cast that really like changed the um, culture for hip hop was Run right DMC because they wore my uh, yeah, they wore Adidas um, jeans and um, they would um, jogging yeah, suits. Jogging had yeah, the jogging suits or the kangos. And then yeah, they start wearing they start wearing leather jackets later. Mm-hmm. Like they like they changed the it gold before, rope chains. Before them, it was like that Grandmaster Flash Africa Bambada stuff. Yeah, the tight, the tight pants. Yeah, that's what they were wearing. They looked like Rick James. Like I said, like, <laughs> that's what rappers wore back in the, in the early 80s. And then Cameo had the uh, the cod piece, yeah, the red Larry cod Blackman piece. Yeah, with cod piece. Come on. <laughs> but it didn't make you go out and put a cod piece I never, on. I never said, I want to dress like Larry you Blackman. You never wore a cod, cod piece. piece. You just thought he was performing because, I mean, when you it's wear, it's part of your costume. costume. Yeah, character. you're just performing. Like, he didn't walk down the street wearing a red copies. Michael Jackson dressed uh, very flamboyant. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Like, the video, uh, the one, um, what was that one? Um, the I Wanna Rock With You, that video. He was yeah, like, like a, a one piece. Yeah, you know, sorry, yeah. yeah. With, like, Michael. glitter. <laughs> he look wore a glitter glove. Look at the the bad album cover. Michael Jackson look androgynous to you on that? Yeah, very much so. I'm just saying. Come but on. that was the style in the 80s. 80s was very androgynous. Yeah. From my like Annie Lennox to to uh, Boy Michael George, Jackson to shit. Boy George, <laughs> yeah. But how you don't uh, hear like, you don't George hear like, Michael was George in Michael, yeah. yeah, Wham, Wham, Jitterbug. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was like yeah, that was when we grew up in the eighties and <laughs> and saw all of that. <laughs> we saw all of that in real not. time. We never said, "Hey, like I think I like I think I like dudes." Like never said right. that. <laughs> well, I never said like I I think I'm gonna be a man. Like I mean, I just. I just thought I didn't think anything of it. I didn't really think about their gender. I just was like, oh, I like their music. They have good music. It made me want to dance at their music. I didn't think about oh, their sexuality or just like I don't think weird hypersensitive. <laughs> yeah, because I really because I mean I was truly a child in the eighties. Like I didn't think about sexuality. I didn't think about gender. I was thinking about all I didn't of think that about now. race. I, I didn't like, think about a lot of things when I was younger. I just if you want to be technical like 
Shit looked way gayer back when we were growing up than it does now. You want to be technical? Like all the stuff I just named. Eddie Murphy with a tough skin tight leather suit on Delirious. Come on. A red leather suit. Come on. And then Rahi had the purple on. And yeah, yeah. He wore a leather suit and bra too. Yeah. The purple. Come on. We watched all of it. I didn't want to go out and wear a skin tight leather suit after watching that shit. But I mean, but that was the fashion. Like we say, like a lot of stuff, we just thought about them just performing. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's just on stage performing. I didn't think nothing about, mm-hmm. dude, gay as hell. But now it's like, mm-hmm. oh, they, they try to poison Akiyu's mind. How come our minds didn't get poisoned watching exactly. that shit? Watching Blaine and Antoine. How come we didn't get poisoned? And then double down, you said about that, like what people bring up. Because when you bring up the fashion choices of the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we started getting loose in the 90s. Like, people wore the baggy jabos and cross colors and Carl Kanai's. our generation started coming of age. Yeah. Yeah. Even we wore some dumb-looking shit looking back, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, um, wasn't skin tight, but it was like we went the opposite way. Yeah, it was like that's Wearing size, like, 44 pants, and you like... My size. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 160 or whatever. Like, 160 soaking wet. <laughs> <laughs> like you a twenty eight inch waist dude, you yeah. got a forty four inch waist. Come on now, come on, bro. That's yeah, not we it. We did that shit wearing five X t shirts. Like that's what we were on, nigga. <laughs> and goggles. <laughs> <laughs> but no, though. Um, I don't think like like I don't get like why he got so much hate mail for it. I don't get why he got. I didn't even think about what dude was wearing until right. I saw the internet. People go and then he posted though which McCall is he actually won. I saw he walked on stage and got no, I didn't even think about what he was. I said, yeah. Oh, Dion won Shit, Shot Town. That's what's up. Yeah. That's all I thought about it. And then uh, he posted what uh, even paying which attention to what he was wearing, really. Um <laughs> I think Harry Styles had the exact same pants and he posted a picture of Harry Styles and he's like, Now Harry Styles ain't getting the pushback that I got. I wonder so why. Because black, black guys exactly. hate, hate gays. That's all. Exactly. Let's call it what it is. Black dudes hate gays. They do. <laughs> Let's call it what it is. They do. Until, I used to be one of those black dudes that hated gays. Like I, I guess I used to be that. Mm-hmm. Like I know, like back ten, not even that long, like ten years ago, mm-hmm. I, I would have been like my friend Jamal, like roasted Dion mm-hmm. Cole. <laughs> but growth and maturity. I mean, you grow and you mature. Yeah, you start. You realize the error of your ways. It's like, yeah, I, I used to use the f bomb a lot, and I'm not talking about fuck. <laughs> the other F slur, yeah. Mm-hmm. The gay F slur, yeah, which I won't say now, but right. you know exactly what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, you grow and you mature. Because, I mean, a lot of stuff is like, it's learned behavior and then you listen. If you have like everybody around you saying that this is wrong and you know you're supposed to do this and you're not supposed to be this and that and then... As a matter of fact, I'm telling stories now. Yeah, me and um, Feast, like our brother, we used to all... That was, Anybody we didn't like automatically was gay. That's what, <laughs> but that's a chi- but that's a childish that's, thing that's that people. We, that's what people do. That's what people. That's what people did back in the day. They would do that. How come you ain't a fan of so and so? Because he, he, he gay. He that's gay. why. <laughs> Dude was probably smashing all kinds of bad <laughs> chicks. Like, <laughs> the chicks he turned down probably looked better than the chicks that we were calling. Uh, but they, but he was. But he's they, gay. We're calling them gay. <laughs> right. Like the one uh, who got me. Uh, it was somebody who posted, I guess it was a gay male who posted this and he was like, since you don't want gay males in, you know, stop wearing our stuff, stop wearing your doce stuff. Because like all these designers are gay men. Mm-hmm. All the top designers are pretty much gay men. Your mm-hmm. East Saint Laurent, all that stuff that you like to floss and wear, Gucci, all that stuff you like to floss and wear from mm-hmm. your designers, they're from gay men. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to like gay men, then don't wear their stuff. 
Wow. <laughs> and that's what the person put in their post. And I was like, you, you got a point there. You do got a point. You can't like go in and double down and be so. Hey, no, nah, I do gay, man. <laughs> you can't do that. But Dion, I'm glad that, you know, he weathered that because I thought that was just ridiculous. With like going in about him, like I didn't even think about what dude wearing. I was like, "Wow, they really going in on Dion." And he just wore, like I said, I just thought it was just like an outfit that, like I said, you wear it to an award show or a red carpet. It's nothing you would wear in your regular life. Anything I would have said, um, tacky, not gay, is what I was right. Like, I and and like I get that, that when like people. That. Like, if you don't like a certain fashion, I get, like, saying like it's not Westbrook me. Like, Westbrook and, like, Harden and all. I'd be like, yeah, yeah he's tacky. tacky. I don't call he's him tacky. gay. Yeah. <laughs> so, Harden is, a, like, kind of a known hoe in the NBA. He's kind yeah, of... <laughs> he done smashed some of the baddest chicks out. <laughs> and then uh, Westbrook has been with his wife it's since college. Man. Yeah. <laughs> they have two kids. Like, he and his wife have been together since college. So, mm. yeah. But, um... It's like, I just... Like, I see, like, the fashion choices. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's tacky more than anything. But... Mm-hmm. Not gay, but uh, just let's just do better with that as people. We need to mm. not be so extra with that type of stuff. Especially when you start whole tapping and saying that, oh, they trying to destroy the black man and all of that. Like stuff. automatically, if like you, we didn't grow up watching all that bullshit, I just automatically if you start going down the whole tip hole, I'm just gonna just I'm just gonna jump out of it. I'm gonna jump right away from you because even if I was feeling your point. And then when I start seeing that you're going down that whole tip hole, I, I can't mess with it. I, I just can't. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing, too, when people make all these stuff about, and like I said, and I know I'm on fire fear of people, but whatever. This is our damn podcast. When people try to talk about, like, they're still talking about the whole Dwayne Wade with his son and this and that. And I'm like, let's just let's just That's leave a it. Spark plug right there. They like, still are talking yeah. about, like, first of all, Dwayne Wade, did he ever say his son was going to get gender reassignment surgery? To the best of my knowledge, I can't find that post. Badass, I'm looking at you. I can't find that post. If you can find the post, please tag Don't it. Don't cut his dick off. Right. Did Dwayne Wade say that I'm going to have my son take hormones and remove his penis? Did he ever say that? Did Zaya ever say that, that she wanted to remove her penis? Did Zaya ever say that? No. If they didn't, then, I mean, if they did and I didn't see it, just please tag it in this post. Let me know because I want to be educated. I want to know. But to the best of my knowledge, that didn't happen. But... A lot of people with this talking about the gender thing and all this and that. It's like, but and like, I hate memes at the end of the day too. Like, because people post memes without any content. Without any content, yeah, shit. you it's just like, make up shit. Like the latest meme with that one had um Dwayne Wade, um Gabby Union, and Zaya. Now, yeah, mm-hmm. on the other side of that Ti and his daughter, like posting it. Then the caption, you know, had a little what, bullshit caption. Yeah, yeah, I saw that okay. one. When when man um when when it's like dark type kid son comes out as transgender you embrace it another man like try trying to protect his daughter from predators you do you crucify first him of all, it's like, <laughs> first of all I just shook my ass I'm, I'm and I and I and I opened that door y'all wild as hell you opened up that door being a daughter who had all older brothers as a girl we face this all the time as a girl. Your virginity is such a protected thing. I'm not saying that you should be like, go out and be a... That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying to sell your daughter, go out and be a hoe. I'm not saying that. But the way that society teaches you, like, oh, no, you need to protect yourself and this and that. But then you let your sons do everything under the sun. Can I tell the story? You let your sons do everything. Have we told the story before? If not, not, then it might have been a long time. I'll tell it again. Is um, Remember when dad walked in on me and a young lady... 
Yeah, about to. We were about to, yeah. About smash. to embark on some fun. He walked in, and I really thought that I was busted. I was a young guy. I was like, 22 or something. A young guy. Like, you were young, yeah. I was still living at home. Yeah, you were a young, young guy. Yeah, you were in your early 20s. I saw all shit like dad walked in on me with this chick in it. Right. He just like basically, uh, he was like um, kid's father and in, 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 um, class and act. class act. He walked on a kid into Titty Hill. He was yeah. like that. <laughs> He's like, oh, carry on, son. It's like, right. now I remember I told you to start. You just like, had that been me, had I'd that never been heard me, I never would have heard that. still be yelling at you from the grave now about that. Right. <laughs> I never would have heard the end of that. If my dad walked in on me with a guy, like, first of all, dad didn't even want me to, like, date. Like, he's like, well, you can't. How am I supposed to meet somebody? Like, first of all, if I'm over a certain age, if I'm old enough where I can date, why can't I date? Well, no, we don't want these little nappy head boys. That's what you always say, the little nappy head boys. That was his thing he always said. But we need to remove that that double standard for girls and boys to be like, you know, if your son is getting some, it's like, ah. But then if your daughter, you know, it's even not getting so if your daughter is just thinking about trying to protect herself yeah. or has questions, then you just blow up. Remember the good times episode? Yeah. Sexual behavior in the, in the ghetto. ghetto. <laughs> James thought it was JJ's. <laughs> he was like, ah. Oh, yeah. And then he found out it was Thelma's. Thelma's. Oh, hell no. Get this piece of junk out of my house. Right. Then he was this mad. This filthy thing in like Florida looked like. Was all that that with JJ. It's that double <laughs> standard that we need to stop when it comes to our girls. And it's just. T.I., he did to himself by putting it out there saying that, you know, you get her hymen checked. Because, first of all, a broken hymen does not mean that you're sexually active. There's other ways that your hymen can break without being sexually active. And then being like, no, it just sounded barbaric. It sounded chauvinistic. It sounded really ridiculous. It sounded like a caveman Mm. when you're like, you're taking your daughter in to get her hymen checked to make sure she's a virgin. And the way he explained it was all weird too like it sounded like he was in the room <laughs> like yeah. where like he, he wasn't but like it just sounded yeah. bad like he the way did he to put himself. it out there. right the way he did he did to well, himself um, he wasn't in the room he just he took her to the exam but he wasn't in the room when the when the gynecologist this is was checking there, right. it sounded like he was there like is it intact like it, intact? it, it sounded real creepy like, yeah. like the way he explained it is like so were you in the room when she was getting so checked? i mean i'm not i'm not gonna ever flag that like if marcus ever tried to be like he's going to check hell no you're not checking ariana's time and no you're not gonna be like marcus is like he's leaving all of the women's stuff to me he's like Everything that has to be with doing Handle has that. to do with being a woman. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm the person. Handle that. And Ti, you even have to do that because it's like you have a wife, and then she has her mother, so she actually has two moms. Your daughter, mm-hmm. Deja, has Tiny, and then she has her biological mother, so mm-hmm. she actually has two women that she can go to for that. So Ti was really just doing too much. So you really, you need to. I was like, he needs to send his ass now expeditiously. That's why I kept on saying. But make a long story short on that meme suck. Me <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I know I was going with the whole thing. So, like, when people keep on going like about the gender stuff and saying that it's a uh, because I've heard some people talk about the gender this and that. But my thing is, and this is going to hurt a lot of people's feelings. You talk about the gender and this and that, but if you've ever dressed up as a woman or imitated a woman for laughs, and you talk about them having a gender uh, agenda. I didn't even mention that. We grew up watching Wanda, Shanene. <laughs> we grew up with all of that. Bernice Jenkins, Ricky Smiley. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. we grew up watching all of that shit. Um, 
Eddie Murphy did uh, several characters. He did the, the clumps. The clumps, yeah. He did uh, Rasputia from uh, that Norbit. Came later, that came later, yeah. yeah. It's about that era when we were that impressionable age. It's like that. Let's flip us and start it. Geraldine yeah, started back, back in the day. Yeah, like in the 70s. Almost. And Tyler Perry just took it next level with Medea. <laughs> But yeah, when we grew up watching Wanda and Shanae, it didn't make me, For real, it, it didn't make me want to put on a dress. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. It did. <laughs> so when people talk about like that, you talk about the whole gender thing. Say, like, but if you ever Dennis Rodman wore a fucking wedding, he wore gown. a wedding dress and married himself. And right? We just watched the Bulls. Like, oh, Rodman, cool. We still it didn't it didn't make us want to stop watching the Bulls. We just imagine if that happened now. If like your favorite basketball player put on a wedding dress, like his career would be over. Like brothers wouldn't watch him anymore. Imagine that. <laughs> If Wendell Carter put on a wedding gown now, can you imagine that? <laughs> <laughs> well, like who else thinks about somebody's a bigger name? Like, yeah, like who's um, um if um Draymond Green put on a wedding dress? If Draymond Green, yeah, that's a good example. He's, he's, like, a, he's a new rock man. Rock, modern rock. Yeah, he's like a new rock. See, cats would still be fans of that dude. <laughs> if Draymond put first on a first of all, he would make a horrible looking woman. We just said he was a horrible looking woman. <laughs> was like, he looks terrible. I'm saying real ugly in that wedding gown. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was a horrible looking woman. We grew up watching he that and like, we didn't, it didn't make us want to stop watching the bull. That's all I'm saying. Cats are way more sensitive now mm-hmm. than they were back in the day. So that's gay, my thing. I was just saying like gay stuff been happening like right. since the beginning of the time. So that's my thing that I say that is if it you're a make person. No, it didn't make none of us want to be gay. Watching Rodman in a wedding gown didn't it make did. me want to put on a wedding gown. If you're a person and then if you talk about if you're that, gay, you're gay. It got nothing right. to do with Rodman if you talk or, about that, or what, anything If else. you talk about the agenda and if you've ever been part of that, if you've ever dressed up like, because like we know like the whole comedy thing now, like I said, we can go on Instagram and look at all that. Like a lot of people do the thing where they put the wigs on, they dress up as women and they do that. Mm-hmm. Well, they do like the, Hey girl, they that's do what like made the. Think of, they um, do the uh, the girlfriend. That's what made the, me think of Wanda and Shanae when you said that. I was hey like, girl, I was like, they did that back in the day too. Yeah, you're right. right. So if you've ever <laughs> done that, do right? If you've ever done that, then you're not really in a place where you can talk about gender, you know, agenda. You really can't talk about it because it's like, you know, you did like you made a caricature of a woman. So does that make you suspect? Does that make you sus? <laughs> does that make you? I mean, I'm just saying. But people would get mad at me for that. Like when you point out actual facts, then people get mad. Then it's like, okay, mm-hmm. then I'm probably gonna be called a bitch or something. But it's fine. Mm-hmm. I've been called worse things. Hey. <laughs> we'll bring it down a little bit because we're a little fired up now. Yeah. We'll talk about um. Two twenty four one week ago. Yes. Kobe Day? Yes. How much of it did you watch? I watched the whole thing uh, because I didn't watch it live because I was... Um, I tried watching it live. What was I doing? We're going to talk about that. I had, a really, I had a really busy day at work. Like My yeah. day, my work day was so busy. I was super, super See, busy I worked at work. night, so I got up mm-hmm. to watch that. Because I had a lot of work. I had a lot that I had to do that day. After Vanessa Bryant, I had to turn it off. It's like, I'm done. Then I, I went back and watched some of the videos online, like mm-hmm. Shaq, Jordan, mm-hmm. but... Watching found, it live, I was like, I, I'm done. I found the stream that <laughs> yeah. uh, M- MSNBC, I think, was yeah, running. Yeah, because they aired it on every channel. Yeah, and then I they, um, I found TV it on uh, Facebook because yeah. I just I just typed in Kobe tribute. And then when I found it, it was like, here's the whole one, two hours. I was like, okay, so this is the whole tribute. And then I hit play and I watched it. I was it. like, uh, I was done, man. I was emotionally drained after that shit. Yeah. Even before she started talking about Kobe, I, I, was, I, I wanted to turn it up when she was just talking about Gianna. I was like... 
it just hit you right there. Yeah. I was like, wow. My- and then when she started talking about Kobe... After that, I was like, and then Michael Jordan walks her off stage. I was like, oh, I can't watch this. Yeah, oh, my heart, I was done. <laughs> my heart got in my throat when she said it's the reason why God took both of them because they, they couldn't, couldn't be, be without third, each other. They, the were, they were so much alike. Yeah. And then you see like her, the way she played and everything. She, she was, was her little, daddy's girl. She was Kobe. She, she was, was a little Kobe. Like yeah. When you look back, like I didn't know that before her death, but now you look back, it's like she was her turnaround and her like, her turnaround, her biting the jersey, all of that. Yeah, because yeah, he was like, he yeah. said that she never saw me do that, and then yet and still, it was just in her DNA. Like she just mm-hmm. bit her jersey like that, mm-hmm. and she never even seen him do that, mm-hmm. but she did that on her mm-hmm. own. And um, when Beyonce um, came out, and she sang, opened up. She Beyonce, opened up. Yeah. I was like, God, when she was singing Halo, Halo. Yeah. I was like. I was trying to hold it back. I was like, okay. I was like, this is how we want to start yeah. off with Beyonce singing Halo. With the song. And then... Because um, Halo's a beautiful song. Um, it was Jimmy Kimmel. I was good with Kimmel. No, he was crying. Like, he was kind of getting me a little bit because you could see the tears in his eyes. You could see the tears just there. I was fine until Vanessa Bryant But then when Vanessa, when Vanessa <laughs> I like, came out... I was like, I can't watch anymore. Mm-hmm. This is too much, man. <laughs> and then at one point when they were talking, then when Beyonce just puts her hand on Vanessa's shoulder and just kind of... Mm-hmm. That you felt that chill because Beyonce was consoling her. You that, know, Beyonce yeah, put her hand on her I shoulder. I felt something. See, when I was officially done, when she's walking off stage and like Jordan grabs her, it was like, ah. Oh. Yeah, when Jordan grabbed her. Click. Oh, I mm-hmm. turned it off then. And then, which McCall it was. Um, I haven't watched it back since. Like, which McCall got me too when I was watching uh, Alicia Keys because Alicia Keys plays so beautifully. She I played. Didn't, I didn't see hers. Yeah, she played. I, went uh, back, I watched Zach's speech and I watched Jordan's speech. Alicia played Moonlight Sonata mm-hmm. by Beethoven because that was the piece that Kobe learned to play for his wife. Because I just, um, Vanessa yeah. mentioned that. Yeah. yeah, that was a piece that he learned mm-hmm. how to play for her. Just the first part of it because it is a difficult piece. But Alicia obviously played the whole, mm-hmm. the whole piece. And I, I love Moonlight Sonata. Like that's a beautiful piece mm-hmm. by Beethoven. It's very beautiful. And Alicia just played it very beautifully. And you know, you could just see. Cause she's a trained piano, so you can see, like you know, the emotion when she was into and just playing yeah. the emotion of her, just really playing that. And then Jimmy Kimmel did help to bring a little bit of um, a little bit of like humor, cause like after Alicia's performance, he came out, he said, "You know, Kobe's looking down right now. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a play better. I'm gonna play that better than Alicia. I'm gonna play it better than Alicia. I'm, I'm gonna have to do it to play better than Alicia. So that brought it, cause just to show his comparative nature. And Shaq had the line of the. Night. Oh yeah, when Shaq. And Jordan too. Jordan had a good. Jordan one too. was good too, but I think Shaq had Shaq the had the best one because Shaq was telling a personal story about like you know the teammates were yeah, complaining about, about Kobe not Kobe passing the ball. Pass the ball, which he didn't like. Kobe, if you put the ball in his hand, he gonna shoot every time. Because it's like calling Kobe Big Baby. Big Baby gonna shoot. <laughs> he gonna shoot every time. Because I remember um, when um, even before Kobe passed, like um, they just had a meme up and they was like Kobe if uh, if, you, if you're Kobe Bryant and they're like. You're guarded, and if somebody open, what do you do? Shoot. Exactly. <laughs> You're guarded yeah. by three people. This person's open. What are you going to do? One, Kobe's going to shoot it. He I'm going to shoot it. <laughs> Everybody on the team is in front of five on one. He's not passing those <laughs> other four guys. You could have four. You could have Steph Curry, Steve Kerr, Ray Allen, and Reggie Miller. That's the four other guys, four of the best shooters. Kobe's going to shoot. <laughs> he ain't passing the, none of those guys, the, some of the greatest shooters of nope. all time. Kobe's shooting every time. Nope. I'm not shooting. I'm not passing. <laughs> 
But um, yeah, and Shaq talked, you know, the team I should be playing. He's like, um, so you went to Kobe, say, hey, you know, there's no I in team. <laughs> so yeah, but there's an M E in that motherfucker. <laughs> and then the funny part is you went back to he said to Rick Fox and uh, Robert Orr, he said, Hey, just rebound the ball, he's not gonna pass you. <laughs> he went back and told him that. Hey, just rebound he's Kobe's not passing you. <laughs> and the fact that he actually said motherfucker and didn't um Censor it. Yeah, me and that motherfucker. <laughs> that made me laugh. You know what? Just rebound the ball, Kobe's not going to pass you. Vanessa had a moment that made me laugh, too, with hers. When she talked about that, Um, you know, Kobe would be looking for her at the start. So that showed how much he cared about his family. That He's like, where's my wife? Where's my, where's looking my for girls? his wife and his where's kids. You know, he'd be where's looking. Because at the first time out in the first Vanessa quarter. Vanessa would be late. Because yeah. as a pa- I get it. As she a says, parent. Anybody who has, like, small kids. I get it. Know, yeah. I 100% get that. It's hard you to be on time. It's hard to be on time unless you leave super early. You got a plan to be on time, basically. <laughs> you have to leave super early because kids, it's all, like just getting them in the car and strapped in. Happen, yeah. That's 20 minutes, just getting them in their coats and getting them in the car. That's 20 minutes easy Don't right let there. one of them have to use the bathroom. Right. <laughs> that, you got to take them out. And you have to change the diaper. It's, it's a lot. But she said that uh, uh, when Kobe, uh, she was like, well, she was like, you'll be okay. She was like, it's not like you're going to drop 81 in the first quarter. <laughs> She said, she said, my smart ass said that to him. And it just, like, that humor right there, like, that mm. kind of made you laugh. But like, Jordan, I like Jordan's because Jordan was Jordan like. Jordan got real emotional talking about his little brother. Like, yeah. He said, yeah, I got to maybe create another me. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, that made me laugh to me. He was like, he said, I, he said it would but be Kobe that because got, it's you. Yes, it's Kobe. It would be Kobe that made me another yeah. meme. Mm-hmm. You got me up here crying again. I got another meme going. <laughs> you know, every day of his life, he hears about the crying, Jordan. Yeah, the like, meme. <laughs> ever since, yeah, you know, like every day, like I'm sure that's mentioned him. Was that 2010 point. when that meme? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's every day is mentioned. And it's like, never yeah. going to go away. <laughs> like everybody, like people probably Photoshop uh, with the the guy with Top Say. They probably photogra- mm-hmm. uh, Photoshop Jordan's face on, did that, put yeah. a crying meme on his face. You think about it, we didn't really see Jordan cry before we saw him, but he always hit his face. Right. Like when he won his first championship, yeah, he, he put cried his face on the trophy. trophy. There's another one when he won it the first time after his father died, he's laying face down. Yeah, he's laying face crying, down like, the ground. Yeah. That was on Father's Day, too, like, which is like, right. he got real emotional. I want to say that was the, yeah, 96. So that was, was the 72 win team. Right. Yeah, which is still the greatest team in time. Sorry, Warriors. Still the greatest team of it all is. time. But yeah, that was the 72 win team. And like Jordan won it on Father's Day. His first championship without his father by his side. Right. So he broke that. He cried, but he was face he down. He was face down. Yeah. Right. Like, so we never saw him cry with his face out until mm-hmm. the crying Jordan me. That was the first time we saw. But he probably always had them because them cry faces. Them cry back, faces. He just always hit them he back then. He just knew then. how to hide them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm like, but the thing that I will say about the Kobe trivia, Kobe, Gianna, and um, the other seven um, of the crash, I do like that it showed that vulnerability that you saw, especially like in our in our um, race, we saw black and brown. And white, we just mm-hmm. saw men. Period, tapping into their emotion. We saw men crying. No, I was in my. Feelings. We saw men. You know what I mean? And I was Drake that day. I was in my feelings. But men are taught, like especially as black men, it's like you're not supposed to be cry. A you're a punk. You're not I'll supposed to man. cry. That's be a man. Man up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but mm-hmm. Kobe, this is this like he was more than just a friend to some people. He was like a brother to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And it's like your brother passed away, so. That's a huge hole in your heart now. So it's okay to cry. You can cry. You can express that emotion. 
You can be upset. You can grieve. You can whatever emotion you need to do to get out to help you through the process of coping and dealing with his death. You can do. Don't let anybody say that you shouldn't feel this type of way. Let it out. Like, do what you need to do to um, to heal. But what I did find strange about that whole thing is, um, even though he showed him several times, why wasn't Joe Bryant's name mentioned though? His father, like Joe and Pam Bryant's parents, like they were never mentioned on that stage. It was weird. Shaq mentioned them. Shaq mentioned those. Shaq mentioned parents. the parents. Okay, yeah. yeah, but it was like it was strange how like. Nobody mentioned the parents. Like, yeah, because they showed them. Like, they, they showed, showed them. They a kept showing every time. Especially Joe Bryant. They showed them a lot. Yeah, because they kept yeah. on pan the camera yeah. over, and they kept on pan. And I was like, that, that was kind of strange to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And one of his sisters did get some nice ink. I saw her. Yeah, two tattoo. sisters. Yeah. Yeah, because they showed her tattoo that she got. So mm-hmm. what she got? I saw the two. The two twenty four, and then it's a mamba. Mm-hmm. It's a black snake, and the way that it is, it's an eight. Mm-hmm. So it's an infinity sign. But infinity sign sideways is an eight. Yeah, so so yeah, two twenty four and eight. So that works out for and it's a mamba. So I was like, that worked out perfectly that mm-hmm. she did that tattoo. That was really fitting. I feel as we segue since we're talking about this. Um, we talking about Kobe. Let's talk about Snoop Dogg's Red Table Talk. Did you watch? I didn't watch it yet. Okay, well we can't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> Snoop was on Red Table Talk. I saw that he was going. I that he did go on episode. there. I saw. I didn't get a chance to watch it. And then, first of all, um, because like once again, like Hotep's gonna Hotep, like they post here, like, well, where, where's Gail? Why am she in on there? The episode starts, so clearly you didn't watch the episode. The episode started off, Jada said that, hey, we invited Gail King here, we have an open invitation, like we haven't heard back from her, but she's welcome to come here anytime she wants. So they invited her, she just didn't come. That's my thing. <laughs> why Snoop? Like, why, why ain't Gail on there? When the episode started off with her saying that, like, yeah, first, like, Gail King is invited. Yeah, but we just haven't read. heard that for don't. They don't read or listen. Exactly. That's the very first line in the episode is, like, Gail King has been invited. And we still have an open. Anytime she wants to come on, she can come sit down at the table with us if she wants to come on here. So they haven't. They, they've extended and out to her. She just didn't come on. So. I do need to watch it because I mean I've heard like some mixed reviews about it. Like people were trying to say that Jada is like no, it was a conversation. It wasn't an attack, right? Like I said, like I didn't, I don't believe the attack thing because like I said, I, like, I watched the whole like thing, thirty minute it. episode. It was like it was a conversation. Mm-hmm. And as a woman, and I, she's like, yeah, was there with yeah, of course, her mom and her daughter. So it's like all of a sudden she said like when. You said those words. I felt something, like she said. Mm-hmm. So, like she just once said, like, and then Snoop told his side because right. he was like, well, he was where his mind was at. Like he was thinking about Kobe's family. Mm-hmm. Like I said, and then the same thing I said pretty much, but I didn't say funky doghead bitch. But yes, yeah, like, same thing I said is like too soon is what I said. Like right, like Gail questioning. Like I don't have a problem with that. You're a journalist, but. Too soon is my yeah. thing. Like he's not even buried yet. Right. <laughs> like too soon is what I said. Right. That was too much. Mm-mm. If it was like six months from now, it was like she asked that. Right. Fine. But like he ain't been in the ground yet. I was like, why would you even ask that? Yeah, that was kind of out that was, there. That's where I was at. And then the fact there. that okay, and then like we said, like not even the fact that you asked it, but then you just kept on, you just stayed on it after Lisa answered your question. But I guess you feel like she didn't answer it to what you wanted to be mm-hmm. answered to, and then you stayed on it. Mm. But that's what I got out of it. It was just a conversation, like Snoop talking with the um, the Pink and Smith women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna check it out though. Yeah. I'm gonna check it out. 
It was pretty good. So will you check it out? Maybe we'll come back to this again. <laughs> <laughs> I said I asked you before, like, did you watch this oh, Red Table Talk with Snoop Dogg? It's all good. No, I had an interesting weekend. So, yeah. <laughs> and finally, unless you got something else, after 65 years, Congress made lynching a federal hate crime 65 years after the Emmett Till situation. 100 years too late. Yes. <laughs> Because, I mean, like, Black Wall Street and it's Rosewood not, and all that stuff happened. It's just now a federal hate Right. A hundred years too late, really. Mm-hmm. Like, lynching should have been out at the 1900, like, at the 1900 really? mark. After, after, after slavery. slavery. That's what I said. <laughs> and, even, and even if you had, like, some, like, little leftover, by 1900, it should have been. Because mm-hmm. slavery in 1865, like, for real, 1863. But then you found out by 1865, everybody knew. Mm-hmm. So then if it took a little bit of time to, like, weed out the bullshit... 1900 should have been. We ain't doing this. So I'm glad they are like um coming after this bullshit. They saw like um the KKK and those groups are considered uh you know the same level as ISIS now as far as right groups. which like, they, they are, are which they should have always been. They like, should have be been. Honest. Yeah. You terrorize people and you <laughs> use religion as yeah. your reason. Sounds like um that sounds like ISIS, ISIS to me. To me. <laughs> that sounds like ISIS sounds to like me. Al Qaeda to me. Right. Yeah. If you um terrorize somebody in the name of God. I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> You're a damn terrorist. Exactly. Instead of screaming a lot of wag bar, you burning crosses. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? Exactly. I'm just saying. <laughs> All the same, two sides of the same racist coin. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad that they did make it federal law finally. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're going to follow and see where this is going to lead to. It's progress. Like I said, it's still work to be done. Mm-hmm. But um, anytime um, I see forward motion, I'm happy. Right. Like, whole taps are never happy so far. Anytime <laughs> I see forward motion, mm-hmm. I'm happy. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's progress. I'm not saying that it's over. Like, you dumbass whole taps. No. Thing, you know what I'm saying it's progress. Like Obama being elected in the end, racism. It's like, yeah. It you want to get here, you're here. Now you went up a step. Yeah, it's progress. Right. Mm-hmm. Rome wasn't built in a day, so. But um, ready to wrap this up? Yes. Could we wait long <laughs> Definitely appreciate you supporting Not Another Damn Podcast. We had a whole lot to get in. We probably went longer on some topics than we should have. That's why we kind of rushed to the end ones. Mm-hmm. So I was going to talk more about Snoop Dogg, but I was like, look at the time. Ah. So, <laughs> but um, if you like what we're doing, um, you can subscribe, share, rate, review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart. TLC Talk Radio. What's good, Tasha? Hey, Tasha. Also, your Amazon Alexa devices, YouTube audio only, video coming soon, meaning eventually. <laughs> also, like our Facebook fan page for Not Another Damn Podcast. Do that for us. Give us a like. And follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. Also, you can check out OzRadio.net where I give you all your current hits. Still a work in progress, just like the YouTube page. And if you like the 90s and 2K classics, that's pretty much said as it is. Just ask me for the link for OzRadio.net, the bomb, and I'll hook you up. And you can check me out, MSIMAH626 on Instagram and on Twitter. Also, S-T-R-A-G-U-L-L-E-Y-1 on Twitter, S-T-R-A-G-U-L-L-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out StraightGully.com for your blogs and your vlogs. And for your video production needs, check out StraightGullyProductions.com. I'm Lizeman the Wizard. And Naima. And we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye.